0: This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta.
1: Somebody might be going through something right now. And that's all right. To give God a hand clap of praise. Yeah. The songwriter said, It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that. Concerning me, said sooner or or later, later, it'll turn in my favor. favor." Yeah, it's turning around around. for me. Oh, Mama, it won't always be Be like this. Yeah, the Lord will perfect that concern. me. Yeah, said, sooner or later, in my favor. Yeah, said, it's turning around. And every now and again you got to make it personal and say around for me Yes, yes, yes. Around for me. It's turning around for me. Father God, here we are. Just a few of your faithful servants on this Sunday morning first and foremost to say thank you. Father God, we thank you for what you've already done in this place, Lord. Now we're asking that you remove me out of the way, and Lord, speak to your people so that we all may be fed. Now, Lord, we're praying that the words of my mouth and the meditation of thy heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my scripture, my redeemer. And we all say it together, amen, amen, and amen, amen. We don't got that part out the way. Got everybody in here sweating and warm. I'm gonna take my little ten minutes. Heard a good man say, if you pray, I preach. Now plan to do such. Amen. If you got your Bibles, if you got your Bibles, and while we look for it, I'd like to thank my mama. My mama came. Uh, She abandoned her church on this morning. Got my daddy in here somewhere. I started to have him come up here and hit that high note saying walk around heaven, but she had done already killed it. Yeah, my stepdad in the back. I got my wife over there. Baby, where is your hand? My wife over there too now. She in there. Yes, sir. Got my wife out there. Hey, man, she gave me permission to leave the house today. Amen. I also want to thank uh, Pastor Benton for uh, the opportunity because uh, we all know how he liked to yell on Sunday, so he gave up one of his opportunities. Amen. But if you got your Bible, John. John and two. And a lot of y'all heard me speak before, preach before. If you hurry up and stand up, i hurry up and sit you down. Amen. Amen. John 2 and 3. John 2 and 3. And it reads, And when they had ran out of wine, you may be seated. Yeah, I told you. It was going to take long. It took y'all longer to stand up to me to read that thing. It say, And when they had ran out of wine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I stopped by here to tell Mount Pleasant, I don't care what you got going on, it's time to keep the party going. Yeah, yeah, turn to one of your neighbors and tell them it's time to keep the party going. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes we we show up to the party and we looking at the party and it look dead every now and again. But, but when we get there, it's time to keep the party, keep the party going. I I play with my son at night, and 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 usually I set a timer for my son. And when I set the timer, as the timer get ready to go down, my son is a very smart and intelligent man. And so what happens is when the buzzer go off, before I get an opportunity to say, "Son, it's time for bed," he come and he he get right up in my nook, and he say, "Daddy, you you know you." You the best daddy ever. And, and, and then he get the rubbing on my arm, and daddy, I know how much he like basketball, daddy, so how about we just shoot a couple of baskets? And I said, all right, well, I'm going to have a few more minutes, because I know I got to see my boy shoot shoot a couple of baskets. Then the timer go off again, and he say, well, dad, I know you like that judo. Come on over here. I got to do my push-ups, and I got to do my... And before I know it, it's about 11, 12 o'clock at night. My son is a master at keeping the party. There we go. Somebody coming. Somebody coming. Okay, some of y'all grown for I ain't got no more cheering. Okay. So 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 my wife is, is she's very active. And And so no matter what kind of day I've had, when I get home, my wife expects a massage. Yeah, yeah. she don't ask for a massage. That is an expectation when I walk home. As a matter of fact, Deke, I'm going off script right now. Uh, uh, every now and again, I can go sit in the bed and then she'll hit me with the lotion. Just in case I don't forgot what time it is. And, 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 and Reverend, every now and again, after the massage, She'll roll over and go to sleep as if I didn't have a long day. And so what I decided to do was, uh, it was one Christmas, I decided to buy her a massage table. And and she got excited because she said, oh, he done bought into the idea in our household that I get a massage every night. What she didn't realize was if she was on the table, she couldn't roll over and go to bed. She had to get up off the table to get to the bed. And at that point, I get a chance to lay down. Lord have mercy. I figured out how to keep. Y'all follow me? I figured out how to keep the, I figured out how to keep the party going. Here it is. In the Bible, it says uh, in verse 2, now both Jesus and his disciples was invited to the party. What I've learned about half of us in our party that we call life, and we don't invited the wrong people to the party. You trying to figure out why your party lame and you can't get the music going right and people standing around the walls and all they want to do is fuss and fight. It's because you done invited the wrong people. How I know it because I used to go to the party. When I was in school, when you were having a party, the first people you invited were the cool folks. We got to go get the cheerleaders first because the cheerleaders gonna get the football team then the football team gonna get the other girl to come then the other girl gonna get the basketball team and before you know it you got a house full but what i learned was, well, it didn't matter how many people we had at the party ain't nobody gonna stay if we ain't got the right dj at the party and half of us when we going through life and we waiting on God to play us a song, we calling our mama to come fix the problem. We calling our daddy to come fix the problem. We calling our sisters, our brothers, our friends. Well, we should have Jesus, Jesus DJing this party. You at the party trying to figure out why things ain't going right. If you had Jesus DJing, he'll say, through all things I can do through Christ who strengthens me. If you had D- Jesus DJing this Christ, he said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper It don't matter what's going on. If you got the right DJ playing the right song, it won't hold you up at no time. The second thing that we realized that happened was they ran out of wine. Now, I can only imagine they had an open bar at this party. Because at my, my wedding, we ain't run out of wine, rip. You get your glass, you go sit down. But, but they say they was at the party... And they ran out of wine with let me know somebody was in there drunk. And church folk, we look down on people like that. But today I come by here to tell you church folk ought to be like these drunk folk. They looking at me crazy, Deke. I'm about to tell them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all drop the holy and did die for one second. Say, hear me out. I was talking to a drunk man one time, and I said, hey, listen, man. I got a couple questions for you. And the first question I had was I said, how can you afford to drink so much at the club. And he looked at me square in the eye. He said, man, you ain't never heard of pre-gaming before? I said, pre-gaming? What that mean? He said, "That when you drink a little bit before you leave the house. Then you have a little sip on the way to the club. And then when you get there, it don't take much to get you drunk. I said, well, what that got to do with church? Because that would have asked me all the old saints. They said, what they got to do with church? Well, half of y'all can't get no blessing when you get to church because you didn't pregame before you came here. See, if you would have started serving God while you were getting dressed, you would have got a little bit going. Then when you got in the car, you would have had a little devotion on your way here. You would have been halfway down. Then by the time you sat down, when she started singing, you would have had a hallelujah already because you would have been drunk. I know I'm right about it here. They, they, they looked down on the drunk before I said that. But see, if you were more like them, by the time you got here, it won't take much to get you hollering out your seat. So I moved on to the next question, Rip. And in the next question, I say, I say, okay, well, as a drunk, what's your favorite drink since you drink all the time? He said, well, if I had a particular drink, then I ain't no drunk. He say, as an alcoholic, I need alcohol all the time. And it don't matter what the drink is, I just need it to get me drunk. What that got to do with church folk? They asking me again. Half of y'all come in here, and y'all need Pastor Ben to get up here and start swinging and swinging and swaying, and he going preaching hard as he can, and he talking about what's his name. When if you came in here to get lit on the word of God, it don't matter what he say. You just need somebody to say, God is my shepherd, I shall not want. It don't matter what they preaching, what they singing. I just need a little bit of God inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the lady to sing on key every time, and you need the drummer to hit the drums right every time. And if, if Ben don't bring it home right and start swaying like this, if, if Ben ain't took his Tylenol all day, ain't nobody going home safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. I, I do want to preach again. My bad. Yeah. The last thing. The last thing I ask him, I say, man, let me ask you this question. Why do drunk folk dance like they dance? I, I, just, I don't understand it. Yeah, you ever seen a drunk person dance before? They be all on beat. They all key. They be bumping in the folk. They don't care what the music is. The DJ ain't got to play a good song. You know that only one person on it. That uncle you got, that be out there. Don't act like I'm the only one with a drunk uncle. I got two of them, so I know you got one. So I, I say, I say, man, out of curiosity, I just want to know why do drunk people dance like that? He looked me square in the eye and said, "Boy, when you drunk, you don't care who looking at you." You ain't thinking about who looking at you. You don't care what else going on. You only have one job and one job only. Get drunk and have a good time. Okay, what that got to do with us? Half of y'all, if y'all just got a little bit of Holy Ghost inside of you, you'll come into church and you won't care who's sitting next to you. You won't care how they got to see you act. All you thinking about is praising God. You don't care what sister such and such said about last week. They didn't put me on program next week. The past anniversary, they forgot about what I did. I don't care because I'm lit on God, and I'm focused on what? And see, I knew I was going to get a lot of amens on there drunk because half of them ain't drunk with the Holy Spirit. And somebody going to go home and say, hey, that ain't in the Bible. Yeah, it is because he saying, hey, don't be drunk with wine. Go look it up. It'll it it you will find it. It's in there. Yeah, so when you leave, don't go get no fifth for nothing. There's a fifth of the Bible you can read and you'll get lit off of the Holy Spirit. I put that in there. You gotta put a disclaimer in there. We 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 here. They ran out of wine. I was gonna stay there, but I'm gonna move cause I ain't got but by five more. And when they had ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus came to Jesus and said, they have no more wine. And Jesus said unto her woman, come. I usually don't stop there, but I'm going to stop there because my mama here today. I tried that one time. Yeah, oh, you heard the mama start snickering. <laughs> I went, She wasn't drunk enough for me to do it. I tried that man. I said, Cause I had read this a long time ago, and then my mama came up to me and started talking. And I say, "Woman!" And then I ducked. <laughs> yeah, she was still she was still and she would quit. Well, she would. Had to duck. I, I only stopped that so I could tell that joke. I'm gonna keep moving now. <laughs> but, but he say, he say, "Woman, what does that concern have to do with me?" My time has not yet come. And she turned, and, and I can only imagine that just like my mama, she stopped talking to him altogether. See, every now and again, that's what God to do to you. He's going to give you some instructions, and then when you start talking about what you ain't about to do and how you ain't going to go do what he said to do, he just stopped talking to you all altogether. Uh, half of y'all trying to figure out why your blessing ain't happened yet? Because yeah, God done told you what to do. He tell you what's going on and you telling him what you ain't finna do. And God says, well, I'm going to start talking to this fool right here. Yeah, 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 God done told you the job on the way. You just got to keep on trusting and believing and you going to do something else foolish. He said, I'm going to start talking to this fool right here. And then it said, the mother of Jesus turned to the servants and said, Whatever he say, do do it. Do what church folk mess up at. Cause it didn't say some of what he said, do do it. It say whatever he said do. Do it. Uh uh, here we are, God done told us that. Take care of this new job he gave her. Be on time. Make sure you do what you're supposed to do. Listen to the manager. And he said whatever he say do. But y'all come in five minutes late because we got a grace period. You leave five minutes early because you got a grace period. You ain't clocking out for lunch and you mad because you ain't got no promotion. He said whatever. Whatever he say do. Yeah, yeah, you pulled the beer in the choir. The choir pull to the me. meat at 10 till, and you don't get here till right before time to sing. He said, whatever. Okay, you said you wanted to be on the deacon board, and you done miss more than half of the deacon board me. He said, whatever. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. All right, he said, you're to be on the motherboard, and we got women right here that need some hugs and some care, some help with them church. He said, whatever. Okay, so I know they weren't going to follow me on that one. Whatever hard to do. Whatever he say do. Do it. Now what they did was they went and they found a couple pots and when they got the pots he said fill them up to the brim. Now when I'm at home I like to drink Kool-Aid, and don't nothing bother me more than you bringing me a half a cup of Kool-Aid. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, when I sat down, and and I don't want no little cup neither. Don't bring me. We don't been to enough football games where they give you that big thirty-two ounce. Don't bring me no half a cup of Kool-Aid. I need that cup filled to the brim. you you, you right, though. Huh? I, I don't want you to come and play around with it. I don't, I don't want you to, hey, it was only a little bit less, so I ain't want to make it spill. Up. I want you to get it right to the top where I got to sip that thing <sighs> to keep it from falling off to the side. And I can only imagine that, that that when Jesus is asking you to do something and he telling you to fill it up, he don't want you to fill it up halfway. He ain't asked you to give him a little bit of your service. He asked you to give him a little bit of your time. He asked you to give him a little bit of your tithe and offering. He wants you to fill it up. Yeah, and not just halfway or close to the top. He wants to be able to. I can only imagine if you leave it too low. I want to be why when I walk with that thing, I got to tiptoe. Yeah, and the reason why I know it, because when he start blessing you, you don't want him to bless you with any old kind of car. You want him to bless you with the car you asked for. When he start blessing you with the house, you don't want any old kind of house. You want him to bless you with the house you asked for. When he start blessing you, you don't want any kind of man So we out hey we outnumbered right now and I hit the women first. I should have hit them second, but I hit them first. They want the man to ask for though, don't they? Figure out where I wore. I got excited a little bit. <laughs> Fill it up to the brim. Now when they filled it up, they filled it up with water. This the part that made me shout when I started looking over this thing. They filled it up with nothing. And when they gave it to God, he turned it into, yeah, yeah, y'all know where I'm going with it. They filled it up with nothing and when they gave it to God, he turned it into something. It's one or two of y'all out there that can identify when you came to God with nothing, he turned it into something. When my life was going down the wrong way, I had a bunch of nothing, but when I turned my life over to God, he made it into. When my children were acting crazy and I just gave nothing to God, he turned it into Every now and again we get so caught up thinking we doing something because we put in a little bit of work but all you did was put a bunch of nothing in the way so that God can turn it into so that God can turn it into something. So here we are. Jesus don't got invited to the party. I can only imagine why he at the party. Him and his partners is partying as hard as they can. His mama done came up to him and interrupted him doing the wobble. That's a wholesome dance. Hey, that her song, too. She started singing at me. And they say, fill it up to the brim. Half of y'all probably missed everything I just said. So I'm going to try to make it plain. Here's what happens. Most times in life, when things ain't going right, we end up being just as useful as this empty vessel. And God takes this empty vessel and He lets you hold on to it for a little while. And every time you try to pull something out of it because it's something that you had going on where you thought you could do it all by yourself, you realize ain't nothing coming out of here. You realize you ain't got nothing for it. And then eventually you realize I need to take this to somebody who can do something about it. And so you take your little empty self and you turn your little empty self over to God. And what God end up doing is he tell you, hey, look, I need you to go and get all of your nothing. And take your nothing over to that little empty life you got. And I need you to turn that stuff right on over. And you pour a little bit of it in now. Then you pour a little bit more now. And you stop by halfway. And God say, listen, I can't do nothing with that. You done gave me half of what I asked you for. But what God looking for you to do, he wants you to take the rest of what you got. And he wants you to fill it up to the brim. He wants you to pour all your little issues over in there. He wants you to throw all your little marital problems in there. He wants you to throw all the little school problems you got in there. He wants you to throw all the little things that have been holding you down and weighing you down, them sicknesses, those illnesses that you got. Put it all in that emptiness. And when you give it to God, he going to wrap his loving arms around it. And now they don't tell us how he did it. They didn't tell us that he put something in it and stirred it up. He ain't crushed no grain. They just said they gave it to God. Every now and again when you're going through whatever you're going through, just give it to God. Every now and again when times get hard, just give it to God. And once you give it to God, what he did in turn do, he'll turn your water into wine. Some of y'all trying to figure out why your water is still clear. It's because you ain't gave it to the right man. If you gave your water to the right man, you'll realize that he can turn anything into wine. He can turn all of them problems you got at home into wine. He can turn all those children problems you got into wine. All you gotta do is give it to, give it to the right person. And the reason why I know he can turn your water into wine because it was one day when they marched from judgment hall to judgment hall they were trying to stop our party they whipped him all night long trying to stop our party they made him march up the hill with that old rugged cross trying to stop our party they put him up and scratched him wide trying to stop our party he gave his life for your sins and mine trying to stop our party But I'm so glad it didn't end now. He stayed there all day the first day. He stayed there all day the second day. But it was early. It was early on Sunday morning when he got out of that grave with all power in his hands to turn your water into wine. Some of y'all got to stop tripping on that water. All you got to do is fill it up. To the brim. You got to stop tripping on that little car you got. You just ride that thing to the brim. Stop tripping on that little family you got. You just love that family to the brim. Stop tripping on that house you got. You just love that house to the brim. Why? Because if you turn it over to God, you turn it over to God. He'll turn your water. But the one thing you got to do is you got to remember to keep the party You got to keep the party going. Sometimes the party feels a little stale, but you got to make sure that you keep the party going.
0: You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melden Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is, again, 17 Milton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.